Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. As we begin a new week together, Ministry President Dr. Kenneth Hill has an exciting update of things that are happening here at Watchmen on the Wall, and Billy Crone will be here to discuss genetic manipulation and transhumanism. We are here on the radio, online, and now podcasting around the world, proclaiming the good news of the gospel. We're able to do this because of your prayers and financial support. When you purchase a book or DVD, when you attend a conference, when you subscribe to our monthly Prophetic Observer, when you invite others to tune in, you are helping us spread the truth that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Thank you. Get ready to be on the edge of your seats. Billy Crone is here today to let us peek behind the curtain and see what is really going on in the world of gene manipulation and transhumanism. As I grew up, people used to say, Matthew 24 is knocking at the door. Country music singer Johnny Cash even wrote a song with that title. Now, in that passage of Scripture, the Lord Jesus Christ gives his followers a list of signs to look for before his return. In Matthew 24:37, Jesus said, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Jesus said that the conditions on the earth before Noah's flood would be the same conditions on the earth prior to his return. One of those conditions, as strange as it may sound, is genetic manipulation. On the program with me today to talk about genetic manipulation and transhumanism is Pastor Billy Crone. He is certainly no stranger to our program, having been on many times before. Billy is the senior pastor of Sunrise Bible Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. He's also the founder of Get a Life Ministries. Today he's here to talk about his new DVD titled The End of Humanity. Welcome, Pastor Billy. Thanks so much for being on the program with me today. Thank you, Pastor James. It's always a treat to be on. Now, Pastor Billy, before we talk about the days of Noah, I want to remind our listeners that you'll be speaking at our virtual Summer Prophecy Conference that's coming up on July 30th. We're really excited about your topics. Your first virtual conference topic is, Are You Ready for the Rapture? Now, without giving too much away, can you tell me a little bit about that topic? Obviously, the rapture is an imminent event. It can happen at any moment. That's why it's called the Doctrine of Imminency. And it's something that there is no prophetic sign that it needs to take place prior to that event. And so, as Christians, it's called our blessed hope, and it's not just something to sit around and say, okay, the rapture's going to happen. We need to be ready for the rapture as Christians, meaning, I don't think Christians realize this, but we know that the rapture is going to happen, but do we realize that when the rapture happens, the Lord Jesus will be finding you doing something? And my question is, as a Christian, what is he going to find you doing? Goofing off? Being worldly? sidetrack, backsliding, or are you going to be finishing strong as a faithful Christian, loving Jesus, studying his word, becoming a greater disciple, sharing the gospel? That's how I want to be found. So the rapture is important for us as Christians because we need to be ready, because how do you want Jesus to find you, not if, but when he comes back? Number two, if you're not a Christian, then guess what? You're not ready for the rapture either, except yours is even worse consequences. The Bible is very clear that if you are not saved through Jesus Christ and have not asked him to be your Lord and Savior, you're not only not going to heaven, you're not going in the rapture. And that means you're going to be left behind, and shortly after the rapture, the Bible is very clear, 
God's wrath will be poured out on this planet for seven years nonstop. It's the seven-year tribulation. You don't want to be there. Jesus said it's going to be the worst time in the history of mankind, so horrible, that unless God shortened the time frame, i.e. kept it to just seven years, the entire human race would be destroyed. You don't want to be there. So if you're not saved, you need to get saved. So that's kind of the premise of that, making sure Christian, non-Christian, are you ready for the rapture? Also at the virtual conference, you're going to speak on Satanism and the rise of devil worship. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I tell you what, what's unfortunate is we did a 20-week study on witchcraft, and we're also into a study now on Satanism. We're dealing with some occult topics. Unfortunately, on the one hand, we shouldn't be surprised that we see a rise of occult activities, not just witchcraft, but even Satanism itself. Because, again, speaking of the seven-year tribulation, the Bible talks about in the seven-year tribulation that people will not only be involved in witchcraft and sorcery, pharmakeia, and things of that nature, but it says that they would not repent to God. Why? Because they would not stop listening, worshiping demons. I mean, that's how horrible the characteristics of the people are going to be on the planet at that time, during the worst time in the history of mankind, i.e. the seven-year tribulation. They're actually going to be worshiping uh, demons. And so basically what they're talking about is, okay, if that's going to happen in the seven-year tribulation, then do we see any signs that our society's heading in that direction? that they're starting to get more involved in occult activity, including Satanism, including the worship of the biggest fallen demon, i.e. Satan himself. Unfortunately, yes. And we see that and we expose that in a multitude of angles, and not only in Hollywood, but also in the government, also in the school system, certainly in the media. But what's really sad, Pastor James, is we also document this, believe it or not, occult activities, witchcraft, and yes, even Satanism, is creeping into the church. And it's all signs that we're getting close towards the seven-year tribulation when it's just going to have a heyday with occult activity. And again, we don't know the day nor the hour of the rapture, but I tell you what, you take a look at these signs, and it's got to be getting close. Well, we're certainly looking forward to hearing you speak, if the Lord tarries, at the Watchman on the Wall Virtual Summer Prophecy Conference. If you're listening and you'd like more details on that conference, or if you'd like to register, just go to swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Now, Pastor Billy, you have a great video titled The End of Humanity, Genetic Manipulation and Transhumanism. And in this video, you teach that like the days of Noah, we're living in a time of hybrids. Now, what do you mean by that? Help us understand that. Well, again, Jesus prefaces his return. And, of course, the return he's talking about is his second coming in Matthew 24. It's not the rapture. But he gives the disciples signs that you know that it's getting close, that his return, the second coming at the end of the seven-year tribulation. And one of the things that he talks about there in Matthew 24 is he said there's going to be a repeat of the days of Noah. So we know that it's getting close. Well, he gives us in Matthew 24 the first characteristics that's going to come back to the planet again, like it was in the days of Noah, and that was basically a lackadaisical attitude towards the judgment of God. And he talks about there how, you know, people are going to be eating and drinking and giving in marriage, you know, business as usual, which to me kind of dovetails Second Peter when he talks about in the last days people are going to be scoffers, a scoffing society, and they're going to specifically scoff at, at Jesus' return and God's next judgment. Where's this coming that they keep talking about? We don't see anything change, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, I think if we're honest with ourselves, that sign, like it was in the days of Noah, because they scoffed at him too, it's here. But then, the other passage, if you want to see, okay, what else was going on in the days of Noah, the classic passage is Genesis chapter 6, and it tells you why God judged the planet the first time, and what was the wickedness going on that caused him to do that, and as the Scripture says, grieved his heart. And it says clearly there, number one, that man, 
Every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. So he was just constantly thinking evil. Now, again, take a look at our society today. Is that true? Absolutely. Wherever you go, there's just constant evil. You can't go anywhere without evil. Evil's on the increase, on the rise. And we keep just, you know, it used to be every few months. Now it's every day. What what next level of evil are they going to do? It's just getting crazy. But there's a third thing that the Scripture talks about. And the first two, I think a lot of prophecy teachers and, and people in the prophecies, you should be, you're supposed to study all the Scripture, I think they readily admit, yeah, we live in a scoffing society like the days of Noah. Yeah, we are continually wicked evil. It's escalating just like in the days of Noah. But it's this third one that sometimes people don't realize, believe it or not, it's happening as well. And the third wickedness that caused God to judge the planet was there was some sort of, and this is my word, there was some sort of hybridization going on with humanity. And that's in Genesis 6 there, when the sons of God, the angels, fallen angels, obviously, went to the daughters of men, and they had this offspring that the Bible talks about, Nephilim, which means giant. So these things were altered. It wasn't normal. They were hybrids, if you will. And so my question is, okay, we got two out of the three that we can verify. Is this third one, as weird as it sounds, mankind being hybridized out, is that really happening today? Is that also return to our planet as a sign that Jesus Christ is getting ready to come back? Yes. In fact, this time, it's not happening necessarily with fallen angels, but it is happening, except this time with science. And this is what we expose. It is literally not just genetic manipulation, but if these guys were to have their way, that's why we entitle it, it is going to be the end of humanity. And so we go down, basically, every bit of God's creation, from plants to insects, to animals, to humans, everything not coming is already being done, and for years is being turned into hybrids. And that's just like Satan, right? He takes all of God's creation, and what's he do? He twists it, he contorts it, and he perverts it. And to me, this adds a whole other layer of why is Jesus coming back? Why is God going to judge this planet? Why is he going to pour out seven years nonstop? Why is he going to come back and put a stop to all this baloney and wickedness that's going on in our world today. Because listen, if he doesn't, and if these people and the enemy has their way, they will listen. And this is their words, not mine, in the industry. I'm not making this up. I'm not glamorizing this at all. They say, if we continue down this route, and I quote, there will be no true humans left. And that's in the scientific field. But again, it's not even just humans. It's plants, it's insects, it's animals, and it's people. It's all of God's creation is being genetically modified just in time for the return of Jesus Christ to put a stop to it. If you're just joining us, I am talking with Pastor Billy Crone about the end of humanity, and he has a DVD titled The End of Humanity, Genetic Manipulation and Transhumanism. Now, in the video, you talk about something called CRISPR technology, where they're making these hybrids. Can you elaborate a little more on this? They're, they're doing it with plants and animals and insects, all kinds of hybridization going on now. Yeah, basically CRISPR is the technology that was invented back in 2012. One of the co-inventors was a lady named Jennifer Doudna. But basically it allows them to literally slice and dice the DNA right down to the genetic level. And to use an analogy, and this is their analogy to help you understand what we're talking about here, they said it's just like editing strips in a film. You know, it's the old days when they made film, it wasn't digital, it was on the old film, that you could literally... If you didn't like a scene, what they would do is they would slice that individual scene out, and then they would splice it back together, and you never know. That's how they used to cut it back in the day. Well, basically, this CRISPR technology they invented in 2012 allows them to do that 
at the genetic level. And they can slice and dice the DNA of all living things, which God created, and that's why all living things have DNA that came from a common creator. So now they could take out an individual strand of DNA, splice it back together, or they can create a hybrid, and they could take, for instance, a piece of plant DNA or even animal DNA, and they can mix and match them together, or animal DNA with human DNA, and they could splice one out and replace it with, and you're thinking, well, that's crazy. They wouldn't do that. They're not only going to do that, they've been doing it for years. Right? This was back in 2012. And I'm telling you, nothing is untouched. And I will share this. What's crazy is Jennifer Doudna, we have her on tape, she admitted that right after she invented this thing that allowed them to slice and dice the DNA and just basically create any kind of concoction you can with plants, animals, insects, and humans and mix and match them all together into who knows what. She said that she had a dream, and in this dream, Hitler came to her. And she said it scared her so bad she literally woke up in the dream with a fright. I'm not going to say, thus saith the Lord, but I'm going like, well, maybe that dream was from God to try to get you to stop. Because think about this, folks. How is what they're doing now, slicing and dicing, mixing and matching the DNA with anything they want to come up with whatever concoction they want genetically, including humans, how is that any different than what Hitler did with the Jewish people? It's not. In fact, what it is, it's the next step on steroids. Hitler would have loved this technology. And believe it or not, I remember we were doing the research, Pastor James, and I came across this, and Hitler called his movement and what he did to the Jewish people, eugenics. You know what these people call themselves that's genetically modifying everything on the planet, including humans, just in time for the return of the days of Noah and Jesus' second coming? What they call themselves is, I'm not making this up, nugenics. And I remember laughing and going like, well, gee, you think we'd scramble it a little bit better, you know, because if you say eugenics, you go, oh, that's bad, that's Hitler. Well, all this, this new gen- it's the same thing, right? And I'm telling you folks, you pick anything out there, and it is being modified, right? Plants, they're modifying plants to make them bigger, but also, listen to this, they're modifying plants so that they will alter the atmosphere, right? So that they'll absorb more carbon dioxide, which I'm going like, uh, I don't want you messing with the atmosphere. We need that to breathe. They're making glow-in-the-dark plants. They're doing all kinds of experiments where they say and admit, quote, this could have ripple effects worldwide because, again, they spread to other plants. And then what happens is it ruins the plants forever. They're irreversible changes, right? They're making gene sprays where now you don't have to go into the laboratory. You don't have to take a plant into the laboratory or a person or an animal, whatever. You can just have a gene spray on them, and it will literally modify them genetically. In fact, the one that they're targeting for plants is they give the example. Let's say you're growing roses, and you grew white roses, but... As a person who grows those for the market, you got to order for red roses. What are you going to do? Well, the gene spray will allow you to fly over and spray, and it will instantly genetically modify them into red roses. It will change them that fast. Folks, this is technology that's already here. And again, pick any animal that you can think of, and they are modifying them, and supposedly for a good, right? In fact, I couldn't believe I came across this, and frankly, this should be very concerning to people. Consumer Reports said that every item that they tested, basically in the supermarket, is already containing GMO, which is a genetically modified organism. So you're already ingesting genetically modified plants, genetically modified animals, and they don't have to put labels on. There's been talk about it, but they never do it. And folks, as crazy as that is, they're even going, and have been for a while now, doing this on humans. 
right? And they're even mixing humans with animals, i.e. coming up with chimeras. In fact, in Japan, their term for these experiments they've been doing for years on humans and animals, mixing them together, they call them humanimals. It's still in print. You can check it out. But my point is all this. What is this? Think about it, folks. Last time it happened with fallen angels. This time it's happening with so-called science. But you're seeing all of life, including humans, being turned into some sort of a hybrid creature different from the original that God had created. And it's a sign that we're living in the last days, and Jesus Christ is getting ready to come back. Wow. In the video, you mentioned how they have an obsession, if you will, with glow-in-the-dark things. Everything they make has to glow in the dark. I don't know why that is. You know, Pastor Billy, just like in the days of Noah, today there's only one way out. In Noah's time, it was the ark. Tell our listeners, if you will, how they can escape the wrath to come. Well, that's just it. Last time it was a wooden ark. This time it's a wooden cross. But it's the same message. We have the same message that Noah said, that unfortunately people scoffed at him too, right? Because most scholars would say that it hadn't rained on the earth until prior to the flood. The Bible talks about how a mist went up from the ground, okay? And if that's true, think about the message he's trying to warn people, right? The Bible says that Noah was a preacher of righteousness for 120 years, right? So he's out there preaching, hey man, get in this wooden boat that I'm building. It's the only way out of this mess. You're going to see something come from the sky you've never seen before, this liquid, you know, call it rain, whatever. And they must have laughed, and they did, unfortunately, laugh and scoff at him. In fact, the only people that responded were his immediate family. Only eight people got on that boat. Everybody else perished because of their scoffing. And it's the same message, Pastor James, that we say today. Hey, listen, you're going to see an event in the sky, right, that you've never seen before. You're going to see this event called the rapture, where only the born-again Christian who gets in the Ark of Christ, who accepts his work on the wooden cross on our behalf, get to be a part of. You want to get saved. You need to receive the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. It's the same thing, but my encouragement is this. Don't scoff. Don't be like the people of Noah's day who perished. And I can't say thus saith the Lord, Pastor James, but it does make you wonder. You know, the Bible says that God led the animals and Noah and his family onto the ark and that God closed the door. And as soon as he closed the door, here came the rain. Here came the flood. And then I wonder how many people were banging on the outside of that boat. Noah, 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 let us in, let us... But it was too late. But the Bible's clear, folks. Jesus Christ is the sure way of escape. But be sure, if you don't receive him today and the rapture happens, you will be left behind. And you'll be thrust in that time of judgment, just like in the days of Noah. Don't make that mistake. Get saved today. I'm sure everyone listening to me today will want to get their own copy of this incredible teaching DVD titled The End of Humanity, Genetic Manipulation and Transhumanism. It's available at our online resource center at swrc.com or by calling 1-800-652-1144. This is such a fascinating topic. I'm going to have Pastor Billy back with me again tomorrow. Pastor Billy, thanks so much again for being on with us today. Thank you, Pastor James. Billy Crone will continue this fascinating look at genetic manipulation and transhumanism next time. If you'd like a copy of the entire presentation from Billy Crone, call 1-800-652-1144 or go online, swrc.com. Our president, Dr. Kenneth Hill, is ready to give us an update on some of the exciting things that are happening behind the scenes here at Southwest Radio Ministries. I love to talk about the goodness of God. And God has been very, very, 
very good to those of us here at Southwest Radio Church Ministries. And the ministry of Southwest Radio Church of the Air Incorporated is continuing to grow. We like to think that it's moving forward. The mail problem we were having last June caused us to lose most of the income for the month of June. It did not arrive. Folks did not receive their June letter. The letters were put back somewhere near Dallas in a mail facility, and they were not distributed properly, and they certainly weren't distributed in the time that we were told it would take to distribute them. However, in the month of July, we've seen those letters delivered properly, and we're very thankful that the mail issue has been resolved. Also, we want you to know that podcasts have begun. One that was launched recently is called In the Beacon's Light. And Jerry Tyson, board member here at Southwest and one of our contributors over the years here on the program of the Watchman on the Wall, is going to be having this In the Beacon's Light podcast. And it will be Jerry coming up with great things to enlighten and to entertain. And we are excited by that very thing, because Jerry has such a wealth of knowledge and information, and we're excited about him sharing that with us. Also, I needed to tell you that the Denver Prophecy Briefing, which was held on the 3rd of July, was a great success as we understand it. God's Word was delivered. The folks in attendance said that they were touched by the Holy Spirit of God, And uh, we understand from those who were speakers that they, too, were rejoicing over the progress that had been made during the prophecy briefing. Now, we've got the Summer Virtual Prophecy Conference that's upcoming. Registrations are being accepted at swrc.com. And so we encourage you to go ahead and register for the Virtual Prophecy Conference. We are offering the Watchman on the Wall broadcast on a podcast so that anybody that wants to hear it anytime can do so. And you can get it wherever the podcasts are available to you, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, and at swrc.com. So Jerry Tyson has the new podcast in the Beacon's Light, and then we have the Watchman on the Wall broadcast. There are a number of other podcasts that are in the works. And so podcasts are going to be growing, and we're going to be having more podcasts for you to learn and for you to be enlightened by the speakers on those podcasts. And it's one of the new ways that SWRC is spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. Look for the Watchman on the Wall broadcast and In the Beacon's Light with Jerry Tyson. James Collins, who's our staff evangelist here, and you hear him on this broadcast, has written a book called The Shepherd, Reflections on Psalm 23. It's newly published here by Beacon Press, so why not get one or more copies for your family and your church and for your friends by going to swrc.com. Look up James Collins' new book, The Shepherd, Reflections on Psalm 
2023. Southwest Radio Church Ministries has for years been a leader in the tours to Christian destinations, whether it be the Holy Land or whether it be the churches of Asia Minor, or it could be one of many other topics. We have had wonderful opportunities, even sometimes evangelistic opportunities, when we were taking these tours. Brother Noah Hutchings, of course, enjoyed the tours, enjoyed taking people on the tours, having over 50 times taken folks to the Holy Land. And he was quite the scholar when it came to archaeology and the tours themselves. We'll be talking more about tours next month when I give you an update because we should be further along in our efforts going for the return of tours to the Southwest Ministry. When you think of the ministries of SWRC, please remember to pray for those who work on the air and behind the scenes. Each one of us appreciates your prayers. And with the struggles that were caused by the post office in June, we found that giving is down a very large amount, as I mentioned. Your gifts to SWRC not only keep the Watchman on the Wall broadcast on the air every day, but also support the prison ministry, the outreach in Pakistan with the school that's there, DVD production and duplication, podcasts, and conferences. And very soon, your gift will also support the Spanish language ministry of Prophesius Biblicus. Many years ago, and for many years, Prophesius Biblicus was heard on radio stations around the world in the Spanish language. And it was Southwest Radio Church Ministries' Watchman on the Wall broadcast in Spanish. Now, the title was Prophecius Biblicus. That means Bible prophecy. And it was set up to speak specifically to Spanish-speaking folks, folks whose first language, the heart language, is Spanish. And we have been in touch with our former speaker, Luis Vega, from Honduras. And Luis has agreed to once again be teaching for us on Prophecius Biblicus. He's setting up his studio now. The equipment has been shipped to Honduras. It has not yet arrived, but it's been shipped there. And we're excited that the Prophecius Biblicus program will begin anew rather soon. So would you pray with us about all of these things, especially about Prophecies Biblicus? So give to the work of Southwest Radio Church Ministries, and you give to all of these things that I mentioned, and Prophecies Biblicus is now another ministry outreach of Southwest Radio Church Ministries. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Thank you for your prayers and support of Southwest Radio Church Ministries. Billy Crone takes a deep dive into genetic manipulation and transhumanism in his brand new DVD, The End of Humanity. Billy Crone goes into great detail on the topics of human hybrids, super soldiers, transhumanism, and the Battle of Armageddon. Over three hours of detailed information and analysis. Order your copy of The End of Humanity by Billy Crone for a gift of $15 or more. Call 1-800-652-1144 or online, swrc.org.
www.genetic-manipulation.com. Tomorrow, Billy Crone continues his look at genetic manipulation and transhumanism. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.